Hello and welcome back to an almost typical brown girl. I'm your I'm your host, an almost typical brown girl, Emsha. And today I am not usually in my usual basement, so it's gonna be very loud here. I'm going to tell you right now. For example, my sister might irritate me a little. Well, I won't say irritate. I only have half an hour to do this episode, so I better go quick. Okay, so uh, what's crackalackin', my dudes? I just want to say that last week I got a couple things wrong about the Grammys. I guess they weren't done yet when I was recording last week's episode. So um, Taylor Swift did win Album of the Year, and um, so she's won basically Album of the Year in three different decades for three different genres, which I think is a pretty iconic if I do say so myself. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people were as outraged as I was when Rain On Me won Best uh, Duo Performance and or Group Performance. I think that's what the category is going. I don't know. Whatever. So, you know, there's that. Um, so moving on. Moving right along then. I have had a very busy week because... Of many things. First of all, um, okay, so so we had a math test last week, as I do every week. I don't have a math test this week, which I am really psyched about. Um, like, I'm super excited for it. Ubu. Um, <laughs> so we had a math test last, last, last Thursday, and it was incredibly brutal. But immediately after the math test, we also happened to have had, 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 uh, our math CPT, the first part to you. Now, for those of you who are not aware, uh, CBT is what my school board calls a course culminating. It's called culminating performance task. Now, normally, if you're in, I'm pretty sure I did mention this before. If you're in grade 12, you don't, can you turn it off just for tw- 20 minutes? Yes, please turn the volume down at least. Thank you. So eat. There's literally crackers. Go eat crackers. Ask her to. So, I'm sorry, my sister is, she decided that the one time that I'm deciding to do this in front of her is the exact time she should start watching videos. You know, as one does, as one does, as one does, as one does. So, look, you distracted me. Congratulations. Yes, so CPTs. So, normally in grade 11 and 12, almost in grade 12, you wouldn't have CPTs in my school board because apparently you're too old for easy marks. Instead, they are going to torture you with uh, back-to-back exams for a week, um, you know, as one does. So, are you planning on falling? Okay. So, uh, when the pandemic then occurred, they're like, you know what? We're going to have to cancel exams, which means that, you know, for grade 12s and some grade 11 courses, your entire grade would be dependent on course material. Now, that is not fair because everyone knows that nobody does well on all course material, I guess. I'm not sure why that's not fair, actually. They could have just had 100% of the grade from course material, but they didn't. Instead, they gave us 30% culminating performance tasks. Um, so... <laughs> You're you're being very strange. Where else am I supposed to look? I'm obviously gonna look at you want me to talk to like the thread in the carpet? If I move, will you not look at me? If you move, will you if you leave? Oh I'll still look at you because you're a human. Yeah, I'll be like this. Turn into a snail and I won't look at you. 
so oh wait did i have the boba yes okay i have a lot to talk about guys this week i'm not gonna be able to fit in half an hour will i so as i was saying yes so in grade uh 11 for example in grade 11 math before the pandemic started i didn't have a cpt i had an exam now the cpts just tend to be really big projects um and so like it makes sense for me to not have a math cpt and even the cpt i had for my last math course which was during the pandemic i i the cpt was like a worksheet and then an exam but they told us not to call it that because i'm pretty sure that's illegal or something so (laughs) so you know yeah but it was basically just an exam uh this year's cpt is not an exam at least this course is it's a study guide and basically we he gives us a bunch of topics and then you know here's the kicker you have to include the numbers of your birthday so say for example if you were born on january 1st oh well that won't work say for example you're born on february 2nd your numbers would be two and two and you have to well that's not a good thing say for example you're born on october 10th that's the example he gave no october 11th that's the example he gave then your date the birth date is the 11th and the birth month number is the 10th and so you would have to use the number 11 and the number 10 somewhere in each question like each individual question so i was finishing it it was due today at one and so i was finishing it right last night i was doing the last question and i did the entire thing so for me basically i in my two numbers one of them was a one and i was like sir if there's a one like do invisible ones count and he's like your number is two now so twos aren't that hard to come by in mathematics in fact um it's a pretty small easy number so like i used it a lot anyways my other number was nine now nine is so it's not like i won't say it's an awkward number like it's nice because it's a square so if you wanted to do difference of squares like there you go x squared minus nine you know or nine minus x squared or something um uh where was i going with this can you stop getting so insecure like i look at you all the time what's the difference now you're busy doing stuff and so i can't look at you is that what you're saying speak up they can't hear you okay no i want to finish recording my podcast what is it i'll do it later um I swear, yeah, so he's like, your number is two now, and so I was like, okay, sir. So yeah, twos are pretty easy to come by, but nines are a little harder. And so for my last question, I was doing a optimization problem, and I was like, basically trying to maximize area, essentially. And I used numbers like, you know, 100,000, two, because two is easy. Um, and then it came out to 5,000, 25,000, and then there were fives and sevens and whatever. And so, you know... But there wasn't a single nine. And I was I was going to scan it, I remembered to look back and it wasn't there. So I had to change the entire question. Like I had to change the numbers and I, I had written some stuff in pen and so it was just a big mess and I was I was very sad about that. You know, like I don't know how our birth numbers and that's what I'm going to call them, show our understanding of calculus, but apparently they do. And then he said, if you want to get good marks, you got to make them questions extra spicy, extra hard, you know? And um, so what that meant for me was that, you know, I made it extra, 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 extra hard, you know? Because, like, everything else just felt too easy to me. And 
as a result, I was getting numbers like, for example, e to the 1,372 or something like that. Did I get your age right? Sagittarius. I remember because yours is the longest. Oh. Yours, Virgo. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, so I so I got a number like e to the thing, and that's a huge number for the like try putting in your calculator for me. It just said error, and I was like, <laughs> and so I had to change my questions a bunch, and like I think I erased one of my papers so much that you could like see through it. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, this paper's been through a lot. So, uh, that was terrible, kind of terrible. Then in on Thursday, last week, Thursday, I had the VP came to our philosophy class because I guess she was assessing our teacher or something. And so we were doing this thing called a pair deck, where which is basically like an interactive slideshow, right? And so we would have to answer questions. And since we're doing ethics, the questions, it was like an introduction to ethics lesson that day. And so we were talking like, what's right, what's wrong? And so she would give us a bunch of different scenarios. Um, like, so for one of them, I think it was like, you're going, you're going on to the transit, like you're going on to the public transit, the bus, and the bus driver, you're the last person in line, and the bus driver goes to like, go grab a coffee, right? What do you do? Do you pay the fare and get in, or do you not? I mean, my answer was going to be like, I wait for him and then pay the fare anyways, but um, I was a little stressed because my, my vice principal decided, you know where I'm going to stand? And uh, where she chose was right behind me, looking at my screen. Now, the answers on the Pear Deck are anonymous, so, I mean, I was like, whatever. I could write whatever, and it would be, like, fine. Um, I just like to state, for the record, that, like, I was going to choose the pay the fare option anyways, but, like, she just really stressed me out. I was like, wow, this has to sound formal. And I wrote very, very eloquently. Like, just as eloquent as I am speaking now, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, yeah. In other news, I have a philosophy kind of paper, I guess, due tonight that I've barely started. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm just trying to think about what else happened this week, but... Oh, yes. You guys know what I did? So, after Thursday, after the math test, I was, like, brain dead. So, I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? And then I said what? And I was like, I'm gonna order some boba. And I ordered it from a different, you'll remember a couple weeks ago when I, like, passed 100 streams, I went to get boba with my family. Uh, okay. And so we went, so I went to that place and I asked for extra ice in my drink. And apparently to them, extra ice means zero ice. And so I got zero ice and I was kind of cheesed about that because I get everything with extra ice. Um... Cause I'm extra <laughs> and this next place that we was so I ordered from a different place this time and I was like okay I, and so I was like I was really excited right I was like I asked for extra ice because you know like after after my last experience I wasn't sure how much ice they'd give me so I just asked for extra ice and I asked for it to be extra cold because the first place I went to I asked for extra ice and it wasn't even that cold like I was like okay Logic is flawed, but I guess. So, um, it came, and it was very, like, half the cup was ice. 
And so I was kind of like, I finished the actual drink, but all the like um, tapioca pearls and stuff, that was all under a layer of ice. So I had to start eating the ice so that I could get to the actual, it was very funny. Um, I used one of those online delivery services and I asked for them to like ring the doorbell and hand it to me in my hand so that, you know, I would know when it came and I would have it. Uh, but but I guess the uh, the deliverer the deliverer decided that uh, they were too good to ring the doorbell or something because they just left it on the porch and I was like wow you know like I went to check my screen because they gave like a when it would arrive kind of thing whatever whatever that thing's called and so I I was I I, I was teaching someone and then I went to look at my screen. I was like, your order has arrived. And I was like, that's funny. I don't remember hearing the doorbell ring. And I go to the doorbell. I mean, not the door. I go to the door, which is by the doorbell. <laughs> I go to the door and I look out and I'm like, oh my God, look on our little, we have a shoe rack out there that we don't use for shoes. Uh, it's just there. And so I look and I'm like, oh my God, look, the drink is on, on the shoe rack. And so I... <laughs> the boba fairy bought me boba for a low, the low low price of two hundred thousand dollars so I, i'm joking guys obviously i don't know why i had to clarify so I, I scampered out and i grabbed my boba and i scampered back in and i was like boy i wish there was a place i could leave a review because they didn't ring the doorbell so the next time i uh order boba i will make sure to leave in the extra notes please ring my doorbell <laughs> Please ring my doorbell and hand it to me in my hand. Because I just won't know if it's here. I'll just be like, you think I looked at the, I only looked at the screen because I was like, oh my god, they said they'd be here 20 minutes ago and they aren't here yet. And I and then I went. So, you know, I just really want to. Please don't use brand names, okay? I'm trying not to get sued. But if anyone, if anyone does want to sponsor me, hit me, hit hit me up so uh, yeah yeah preferably staples staples sponsor me please um i'm a huge fan of your products anyway so that concludes the academic segment moving right along to the extracurricular segment and oh my god guys and on esc oh first of all today i had a debate meeting and they said that my debate was like my points were very good and it was very interesting so i felt very nice and i got a score 72 out of 73 Oh my god, debate genius. Anyway, so you see we're doing this really Oh, my stocks are also doing terribly. They're doing terrible. I, I'm I'm kinda cheesed right now. I invested in a bunch of stuff and everything's in the red. Everything. I think there's only like two or three things that aren't in the red. So I'm kinda sad about that. And then today I was gonna trade and then I opened my computer and the time is four oh three and the stock market closes at four. So I was like I just missed the time. Anyway, so ESC, we have decided to plan like this stress birthday cake flavored soda. So if anyone wants to try the birthday cake flavored Dr. Pepper and then leave me a review and tell me if I should try it and, you know, record my, my, uh, what's the thing? My, the ASMR. I hate ASMR. Uh, the tasting, the my review, my review, then, uh, you know, let me know, because I will totally do that. Now, where was I? Yes, ESC, we're planning, like, a mental health day where we're gonna have a bunch of, because it's online, a bunch of breakout rooms, and then, so, but I was gonna mention this in the last episode, I did some coloring, like, uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, pie day weekend, that weekend, I was gonna bake pies, but I did some coloring instead, oh my god, my eyeball, 
Um, and I did some coloring and I was like, guys, you know what? Like we should have like a day where students can log on and color and people are like, oh my God, we can make different breakout rooms and some people can color and some people can like talk and chat and some people can bake something. I was like, wow, this is a great idea. And so we're going to be doing that. And I'm so excited for that. Okay. Moving on. I can go extra. That's all I wanted to say. Extracurricular segment. Moving on to the university segment. Ah! All right. That concludes my university segment. Moving right along to the entertainment segment. So uh, I actually, guys, I made notes and I saved a bunch of posts for this week's episode. I have a lot to talk about. And then, so I'll say what I have in my notes and then you can't come. Fabrice is here and um, you you will do the, the quiz. Okay, so Ontario is planning on easing, okay, easing lo- a gray zone. So in Ontario, we do like a colored system or something. I don't know. The GTA, I don't really know how it works. I know there's a, the only two I've heard is the gray zone and the red zone. Because, yeah, red zone is better than gray zone. Which, I mean, I didn't expect, but okay. So, in all of Ontario, the different regions have different things. So, the GTA, so basically Toronto right now is in uh, the gray zone. And so, they're planning on doing a modified gray zone. As a result of the gray zone, a lot of, like, you can't go, you can't, like, hair salons and beauty salons can't be open. So, their, their proposed solution to this is to have outdoor hair salons. Now, uh, just for those of you who know... Um, so outdoor hair salons, here's what I wrote in my note. Here's what I wrote in my uh, note. Outdoor hair salons, rip hijabis, six who wear turbans, anyone else who wears head coverings. That's <laughs> that's my, that's my note. Yeah, that's because I heard it on the news law and I was like, you know what, I'm going to discuss it on this week's episode. And so, um, pardon? Who? I know. I'm just informing them. I have a viewer from Azerbaijan. Hello. <laughs> Salam. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So basically, my point was, I I said rip like all that. Basically, for religious reasons, hijabis and six who wear turbans, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other people. Um, like nuns i'm not sure if they have to go <laughs> so i don't mean this to be disrespectful like i'm pretty sure nuns cover their hair for religious purposes so like all those people who cover their hair for religious purposes you can't just you know like that's count that doesn't make sense like you can't just be like okay so i'm wearing this hijab for a religious reason but you know what like take me out on the sidewalk and like take rip my hijab off and start cutting my hair like that's not gonna work so i thought that was slightly like strange because then there's huge groups of people like like muslim women or like sick men or other sick people who wear hijabs or or the nuns who like they can't access these services and i'm gonna be honest like i don't have a problem cutting my own hair but uh certain members of my family do i will not say who Shoot, somebody's here. Certain members of my family do. And so, yeah. So, now we have to do the quiz because then I have to stop. And no, so my student's coming. Come, let's do the quiz. Come here, sit down, sit down, sit down. Okay, say hi. Hello. Okay. Okay, I have to choose a number from one to five. Oh, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Also, send send me the link. Do the one with the, the one that you, which one do you want me to do? Choose one. We can only do one for now. 
the birthday cake one. Alright, send me the link for this. I'll put the link to this quiz. Like, text it to me. Quick, quick, quick. It has to be quick. Uh, I'll put the link for it. Yeah, yeah, just... Well, you have to do it quick. Make sure you send it to me. I'll put the link to it inside the description. No, do it right now. Let's do the quiz first. Do the quiz, do the quiz, do the quiz. Uh, it says, can we guess your birth month based on the birthday cake flavored foods you buy? Pick your favorite food. Oh, and their birthday cake flavor. Oh, is that why you said birthday cake? So birthday cake Oreos, I've never tried them. Birthday cake M&Ms, I've never tried them. Safe and fair birthday cake granola, never tried it. Funfetti chocolate chips, never tried it. Um, I don't like funfetti, but I'm going to go with the funfetti chocolate chips. Pick another food. Funfetti cereal, uh, which I, ha- I haven't tried it. Birthday cake pudding, I haven't tried it. Annie's birthday cake bunny grams, haven't tried it. Birthday cake Kit Kat, can't, haven't tried it. But I'm going with the... Uh, I'm trying to decide between the pudding or the Kit Kat. I think I'm going to go with Kit Kat. Yeah, I want to... Right, pick a food. Birthday cake Halo Top, I haven't tried it. Birthday cake Fruit Loops, haven't tried it. Birthday cake Rice Krispies Treats, haven't tried it. Birthday cake Flips, Flips Pretzels. I haven't tried it. I'm going with the first one, the ice cream. Okay. Ne- okay. Hostess birthday cupcake cakes. Have- I don't know what I just said. I haven't tried it. Birthday cake cookie dough bites. I haven't tried it. Birthday cake quest bar. I haven't tried it, but that sounds healthy. Ew. Birthday cake Pillsbury cake bar. I haven't tried it. I'm going with that f- second one. Birthday cake cookie dough bites because I like cookie dough. Pick a food. Birthday cake fudge stripe cookies. Haven't tried it. Project 7 <laughs> birthday cake gummies. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake three musketeers. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake skinny pop. Haven't tried it. Uh, wait, are these halal? I don't know. I've never tried a three musketeers, so I'm going to go with the fudge stripe cookies because I like cookies. Can you check who's outside? Okay. Next one says pick a food. Got. I'm going to say this wrong. God of a. Oh! Okay. God of a birthday cake travels. Should I put my mask on? Cold Stone birthday cake remix cereal. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried the truffles either. Birthday cake treddy grams. Haven't tried it. Tillamook birthday cake ice cream. Haven't tried it. I'm going between the teddy grams because it looks very childish or the ice cream because I like ice cream. I went for the ice cream. Pick another food. Shh. Zizzed. Ziz. Birthday cake snack bars. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake little Debbie snack cakes. Haven't tried it. Mary Kel. Is her name Calendar? <laughs> Mary Calendar birthday cake pie. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake sunmade bites. Haven't tried it. Now I'm not going with for the sunmade bites because I know sunmade is a raisin brand. Yes, so I'm going for the little Debbie cake snacks. Yeah, I haven't tried those either. <laughs> No, pick another food. Betty Crocker birthday cake cookie dough bites. Haven't tried it, but I, I want to now. Birthday cake cotton candy. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake jelly beans. Haven't tried jelly beans in general. Birthday cake protein bars. Pure protein bars. Haven't tried it. I'm going with the no bake cookie dough bites by Betty Crocker. Birthday cake food. I want to say right now Dr. Pepper is not a food, but birthday cake Dr. Pepper. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake frosting filled chips. The Hoy's cookies. Haven't tried it. Birthday cake no cow bar. <laughs> haven't tried it. Vanilla cookie gold cold fish grams. I think I have had those, but I'm going with the cookies. Chips Ahoy, birthday cake frosting filled things. Yeah, but I haven't tried enough Dr. Pepper to know how it tastes. Can you let me read the prompt as well? Pick one last birthday treat. Funfetti pancakes. Quaker birthday cake granola bar, birthday cake waffles, party cake little bites. There's a dog on there. Oh no, that's a cow. Never mind. I'm going with the waffles. Birthday cake waffles. Do you think they're gonna guess right? I hope they guess right because then I'm gonna be a little tired. No, you didn't. They think I'm a I'm a winter baby. I've never been so attacked. 
Okay, keep that one on. We'll also do the popular middle school one. This is going to be a long episode. I have a lot to talk about. So I'll see you guys in, well, for you, it'll be like two seconds. But for me, it'll be like three or four hours. Bye-bye. Ooh, ooh. no. Uh, I'll see you guys in a second. Bye-bye. Oh my god, you guys. So after I recorded the segment you just heard, I so I tried recording this episode a little bit before, but I was getting really distracted. Uh, because that didn't happen in the last part, and so I had to delete a previous, like, thing, and I thought I deleted, well, why is the mic so close to my face? I'm just holding it in front of, like, my face, it was, like, touching my nose, so I thought I had, um, deleted, sorry, I completely forgot, deleted what I had just recorded, which you just listened to about everything, but I didn't, so that's good, so... Um, a lot of the other stuff I had planned for this week is in my, uh, saved files on Instagram, so I'm opening my Instagram. Okay, I have saved a lot of stuff over the past little while. Um, I don't know why, oh, I don't know why I saved that. Okay, so there's this one, um, I don't know, server? I don't know. On Reddit? when I was, so I'm into this one, like, thread or whatever on Reddit called AITA, which stands for Am I the Butthole? So, um, I really like reading these, and, uh, I like it because it's fun, and also because, they can get kind of controversial, so I've saved a couple of the, uh, not so bad ones that I saw recently. Oh, wait, there's this one really terrible one. Hold on. I'm going to be... Let me see. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the right one. Um, but my thing isn't loading, so, you know, convenient. There's a lot of reels, a lot of recipes, because I just... That's just what I do. Okay, so short story before I get to that. I was reading up on the keto diet because... Oh, there's this really cool one. I'll tell this one first. Reading up on the keto diet, not for myself, for someone else, but I was just realizing like how sad it is to be on the keto diet because you can't eat... Basically, the point, for those of you who are not aware, the, the point, I guess, of the keto diet is you're supposed to limit your carbohydrates which is where your body gets, like, the primary source of energy, your body's primary source of energy, and to up the amount of fats you're intaking. And then this, what this does is it brings your body into the state called ketosis, where it burns fats. And so since you're trying to limit your uh, carb intake, your carbohydrate intake, you're not allowed to have some stuff such as sugars, which are, you know, one of the biggest uh, carbohydrates, rice, grains, which is a rice, um, anything that's super starchy, so, you know, I was like, I can't eat brownies, baked goods, that was one of the things, okay, so there's this one post, A-I-T-A for not telling my daughter's mother her secret words, I actually, I read all of the ones I'm about to tell you guys about, so basically what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna read the situation, this is similar to the ethics thing I was talking about, I'm gonna read the situation, and, um, I'm going to tell you what I think, and then I'm going to read what some other people have said. So, 
for not telling my daughter's mother her secret words. Secret words is in quotations. Cast. So when I say me, I'm obviously just reading off the post. Uh, male 36. Oh, less than a male of 36 years old. My daughter Clara, a female of 12. Oh, she's 12? I don't remember this. My ex-wife Sarah, female of 37 years old. Few backstory de- details. Sarah and I got married when Clara was born and separated when she was six years old. Clara spends her time 50-50 between us with two-week splits. We both live in the same city, so her friends and schooling are consistent, not constantly switching back and forth. The event in question. Okay. This all started when I read The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien to Clara two years ago. Side note from me. Um, I've tried reading The Hobbit, and it's very lengthy. Maybe I'll try again this week. I'll go grab it before I go to bed tonight, and I'll try and read it, and then I'll tell you guys how that goes next week. But it was very lengthy and got very boring, so here we go. Uh, continuing. We talked about how he was a linguist and had actually created several languages from scratch for the story. This captured my daughter's imagination. She has been obsessed with linguistics ever since, and I have been happy to provide as many texts and information as I can. Almost all of it is for higher-level students, but I do my best to help her understand it. Sorry, I have to take a drink of water. Here's some water ASMR. Ooh. Did I talk about Odin X by Jesse? Okay, pausing on that. We gotta talk about that first. That was great. I listened to it for the first time. I was like, oh my god, yes, Jesse, go queen. I really loved it. Visuals were great. The sound was great. If you haven't already, go stream. What type of X? I don't know. So a lot of people are gonna call me like really thing because I don't know the English title, but that's only because for most K-pop songs, they don't really mention the English title a lot. They, like, they're a lot more likely to mention the Korean title. So that's why I have, like, even for Egotistic by Mamamoo, like, when I think of that song, the first thing I think is No Na Hei, because that's what it is in Korean. And so that's why I said Odon X instead of what type of X. I'm not even sure if that's the right title. Anyways, that's a side note. Back to Clara and that. Okay. Um... Almost all of it is for higher level students, but I do my best to help her understand it. I am definitely not a linguist, and she definitely knows more than me at this point. For about a year, she's been creating her own language, which she calls Nista. This language isn't just English with different sounds for the different words. It is actually a new language. She has created different conjugations, syntax, and grammar. Just one example is a bunch of different suffixes to indicate emotion that can be attached to any word. Clara and I speak Nista together for about mm, 60% of our conversations. It is the highlight of my life, of my entire life. I cannot believe how creative my daughter is. Hold on, wait. Sarah remarried five years ago. And side note, for those of you who don't like to do math, I do. And that was a year after they divorced. Sarah and the husband. Uh, back to the story. And I haven't been in a relationship since we divorced. Clara prefers her time and mind, something I definitely don't encourage. I want her to be happy at both, but she has never been comfortable around her stepdad and stepbrother. I think he is around the same age as her, but I am not positive. 
I knew that Clara had never taught Sarah and Miss Stealth, which I was selfishly kind of happy about. I loved having this language that only me, my daughter, and her friends shared. However, when Sarah dropped Clara off this week, she informed me that she hadn't speak, spoken anything, but that, I'm going to say this wrong, gobbledygook for the entire two weeks. Uh, she was with her. Sarah then demanded that I teach her the secret words. I refused and explained that if Sarah wanted her to know Nista, I stressed its name because Sarah kept disparaging it, uh, she would have taught her it. I then closed the door in her face. Sarah texted me saying that there could be an emergency and she would need to know and that she still knows English. And I said, okay. Sarah texted me saying there could be an emergency and she would need to know. I said she still knows English if there is an emergency. I have talked to her teachers at school. Her English teacher said that Clara has shown her the language, but only briefly. In all of her classes, including English, she speaks English. Thinking it over, oh, sorry. Thinking it over, I don't know if I did the right thing or not. This is a massive part of our daughter's life and one that she isn't letting her mother into. She has told me that she wants to go to college for linguistics, so this isn't anything temporary. So Reddit, A-I-T-A. Okay, so in my opinion, I do not think that this individual is the butthole. Um, because, like, I feel like, well, I mean, thankfully my parents haven't divorced, so I can't really speak much on this. But, like, I've read, oh, sorry, I've read a bunch of these posts, and from what I understand, a lot of children of divorce tend to have like um like they tend to be more like closer to one of the parents rather than the other and also um i think it's kind of strange that like so so the ex-wife sarah was married to this individual for six years and then they divorced and then the year after, like, immediately she remarries. Like, I feel like, in my opinion, um, a year isn't really enough to let a relationship develop. So I think there's two possibilities here. One, Sarah was unfaithful to her husband. And maybe that's why the divorce, who knows? Or um, Sarah rushes into marriages and, um, you know... Um, Maybe she's like Ross Keller, who just loves to get married. Um, so yeah. Um, so I think not. I think it's pretty cool that, like, how old are these things? Six, seven, ten years old. A ten-year-old girl, like, invented a language? That's wild in. Um, how do you, okay, here's one comment. How do you not know the age of your stepbrother? That comment alone throws up a lot of red flags, leading me to doubt this whole ridiculous story. Um, you're so attentive to your daughter, you've learned a language she created, yet so aloof, you don't know how old a person is that she spends half of her time around. There are a lot of people saying that, uh, well, I've seen a couple comments, so I'm seeing no one said, like, no one is the butthole. By the way, I am self-censoring, for those of you who, don't, who are wondering. I'm seeing no one's the butthole. Not, like, this individual is not the butthole. And then I'm seeing a couple of you, you are the butthole. Um, but, you know. 
So there's that. Oh, I just want to mention, I was thinking about this before when I started reading it. I was like, wait, um, are they going to think I lurk on Reddit? I don't. I, <laughs> not that it's bad, but uh, I don't lurk on Reddit. Okay, this next one is, so viewer, listener discretion is inv- advised for the next one. Trigger warning, death of an infant. Okay. And so what I was going to say, yeah, I read most of these off of Instagram. So, um, so the one that I just read, that story, that's off an Instagram page called, called, what was there? Reddits.z. So R-E-D-D-I-T-S dot Z. Okay. And so this next one is off of toxic Reddit. And so that's why I gave a little trigger warning. There's, this one's going to be a bit of a toxic one. Okay. And like I said, um. Listener discretion is is advised. Okay. This one says, am I the butthole to telling my wife to stop calling herself a mother? Full discretion, like, I had a hard time reading this, so I got really cheesed. Like, I got really, really mad. Okay, here we go. My wife and I have been together for five years and married for three. I'm 26 and she's 25. Before we got together, when she was 17, she was with someone else and she got pregnant. She lost that baby at 32 weeks due to the baby contracting a lung infection and dying. It sucks and is tragic and she visits the baby's grave every year on the anniversary of its death. I have no problem with that. I will come back to a point that I just realized in a minute. When people ask if we have any kids, I say no and she says she had a baby but it passed away. It makes people really uncomfortable, and we've talked about how not everyone needs to know about her dead kid. Our issue arose when yesterday, which was supposed to be her due date, she went and got a tattoo of the baby's handprints and the name she gave it, which she had been talking about for years, and I was always reluctant to let her do it. It seems kind of trashy, but I don't like tattoos in general. And even posted on Facebook with a big long caption about even though she wasn't his earthside mother for long, he taught her so much. And, oh, this is all in quotations. And uh, opening quotes, how being his mother was the greatest gift she could ask for, closing quotes. I told her to stop calling herself a mother and posting depressing stuff on Facebook. It was almost a decade ago and she's still holding on to it. What is she going to say when we have kids? That she has this many kids alive and this many dead? She told me I was being an insensitive um, person. And it's no different than if her baby died at six months old. She still held it, fed it with her body, loved it, and created a space in her world for it. She hadn't. She hasn't talked to me since yesterday and slept in our guest room. I feel like she needs to get over because it was almost 10 years ago and she's acting like it's fresh. Am I the butthole? And then I think this was an edit. The baby didn't die in, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to say in uterus. Of course, I'm not a doctor. But what this person wrote is in utero or was stillborn. It was born, developed a lung infection, and died like five days after it was born. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to take a drink of water. I, I actually, I saw this, and then I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that thing for the podcast where I'm going to read these, so I saved it, and then I sent this story to my friend, and I said, hold on, I said something really clever, you know, because I'm just so clever, please tell me how to murder someone legally, 
I cannot begin to explain. Oh, wait, where is it? Yeah. I cannot begin to explain how terrible this was. Okay. So, a couple things I want to highlight here. The way he's phrased it makes it sound like the child was, like, stillborn or miscarriage or whatever. Like, he's like, she lost that baby at 32 weeks. Okay, so, like, in my mind, I'm like, now see, I don't know how long a pregnancy takes. I haven't really looked into it much. So, I hear, like, 32 weeks, uh, lost that baby at 32 weeks. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, like, like, it wasn't even born yet kind of thing. Um... And then I saw Hold on. Uh, yeah, and then when he said which was supposed to be her due date, I just thought it died in the womb. It didn't. It's like he says later, like it was born, it lived, and then it died very shortly after, very unfortunately. Now, in my opinion, and I've already read this story, so I know what kind of... I'm going to read some of the original poster's comments, because... Wow, he is totally the butthead here, because... Um, first of all, I mean, obviously, I'm not a mother. I can't really say how much a mother's love is, but I do have younger siblings, and I do take... Well, I don't take care of them, but I kind of take care of them. I have a younger cousin, um, I obviously have my parents who I take care of, and who take care of me, and we all take care of each other, and I'm like so blessed to be in such a loving family. Um, I have a lot of, I, I like, I, you guys know I've taught, I teach now, I used to teach, before the entire pandemic, I used to teach seven-year-olds, or eight-year-olds, they got mad when I called them seven-year-olds. Because, you know, seven-year-olds are so much more immature than eight-year-olds. <laughs> but, like, my point is, like, sure, I would only watch these kids for, like, two hours a week. You know, two, three hours a week I'd spend with these kids at most. But, like, you form a connection with them. And this is me, like, not even living with them. Like, I'm just seeing them a few weeks, a few hours a week. Um... I know, like, I'm really blessed to live in, like, such a great household and be raised by such amazing people and, like, spend my life with, like, such a great family. Like, not even, like, my immediate family, like, even my um, grandparents and my aunts and uncles. My aunt, too, was on here. You met, you kind of met her, I guess. I don't know if you can... Maybe I'm just really emotional because I have finished friends this uh, today. So, like, I saw the entire thing with the Chandler and Monica getting their children, and a couple weeks ago I was watching uh, the episode where Emma was born and all that. I can't imagine you having children. And, like, this child has been living inside you for almost nine months. You definitely have a connection with it. It's been living inside you full-time for nine months. And then it's born, and you hold them, and you take care of them. And they're, like, this big part of your life. And then they pass away. Like, that's just... And the way this person was talking about it, like, they weren't even born and, like, it was a miscarriage or a stillbirth or anything like that. It sounds terrible. Like, as in, like, what he's saying sounds terrible. 
like I can't even begin to imagine the grief this woman is feeling. Like those kind of wounds never go away, I would say. I think that it would have been no different if she knew him for five days or five months or five weeks or five years or five decades, which is too long. Which is, yeah, a very long time. My point is, it's not like the amount of time, like, obviously, like, you're probably gonna love your, like, well, I won't say it like this. Like, you're, you're, the way you love a baby versus the way you love, like, for example, a 17-year-old is definitely gonna be different. But that love never diminishes or increases. Like, it's the same love throughout. So, all in all, he's being insensitive about this. And, um, you know, like... Okay. And then this, one of his comments is, I gotta defend my wife here a little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah, defend your wife after you trash-talked her about her for, like, a long while. I gotta defend my wife here a little bit because I made it seem like all she does is post and talk about her dead kid. She doesn't really bring it up unless people ask about kids, and she visits the grave on the death anniversary and his due date. I think that's excessive, but her therapist says that's a good way to cope. My issue is when she calls herself a mother when her kid was alive outside of the womb for, like, Five days before it died. I think... You know what? I, again, I was watching Friends. And in season, the last season, season 10, Chandler's talking to the adoptive mother. Like, the mother they're adopting from. And he's like, you know, Monica's a mom. She just doesn't have a child. And I don't think... And we talk about mom friends and groups for, like, a lot. It's like a whole thing, right? I think that... As soon as you're pregnant, and you're ready, and you feel ready, you're a mom. That's all I can say. Something else he said. It didn't die before it could be born. It was alive and then developed a lung infection and died in a hospital. And then uh, another person said, So you're saying she is a mother? I'm confused here. She gave birth to a child. She's a mother. That child died. That doesn't make her any less of a mother. And then the the original poster said, She didn't get to bring that kid home or even start a life. So no, she's not a mother. She had the potential to be a mother. This person gets no better. He says stuff like, Her baby was living for a minute. He got a lung infection and died outside the womb. She is in therapy. A therapist supports her visiting its grave on the anniversary of its death in quotation marks. And the tattoo. So unless this child didn't actually die, I don't think death should be in quotation marks. She is in therapy. Her therapist supports the behavior. He's making it sound like she's acting out. She's grieving. So, okay, I was going to say this earlier, but I completely forgot. Say, for example, and this is where I was going with the, like, you can love, your love is the same for them over, like, so much time. Say, for example, God forbid, one of my siblings dies. I'm going to feel terrible, no matter how much time pass, passes, you know? It could be five years. It could be ten years. I will, that will hurt me so deeply, and I'm not even a mom. Like, I'm just talking about my siblings, okay? They drive me crazy. You guys just heard. Like, but I love them so much, right? So... 
that would be something that lives with me for the rest of my life kind of thing. So I don't get why he's saying that, like, the child was barely alive and, um, and he shouldn't be, like, mourning it and that this is, like, her acting out. Okay. No, she had the potential to be a mother, but her baby died before she could bring it home, so she's not a mother. It's, so I find it kind of strange that this guy is kind of, like, defining how, deciding how she should define herself, if that makes sense. Like, that's, like, somebody coming up to me and saying, like, no, you're not Muslim, no, you're not brown, like, yes, I am, you don't get to choose that, I do. I get to choose if I call myself brown or if I call myself Muslim. You don't get to come up to me and be like, yeah, well, no, you weren't. Like, <laughs> yes, I am. You're saying that doesn't change it. Something else the original poster said. She's funny and beautiful. I don't have an issue with her grieving or talking about her dead kid to me or when it's the anniversary of its death. It's when she's public about it, it makes people uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not sure what this is in response to, but he's also said, no, but I wouldn't be hung up on it ten years later. She's not creepy. She's just not getting on with her life. What does this have- oh, never mind. Of course I do. That's why we're still married, despite this hang-up of hers. Yeah, because I wouldn't have a kid. They'd be dead and it's not a stranger's problem. Wow, this person is really- wow. No, you wouldn't, smiley face. You would have had the potential to be a mother. Here's the thing, you brought yours home and actually started life. She didn't. Because I met her and her kid died and she wasn't a teen mom and she didn't have a trashy tattoo of baby hands. Of course her teen pregnancy was trashy. Who the hell doesn't see a teen mom and think, who raised her? My wife just happened to not take her kid home. She doesn't need to explain to everyone in the world how she got knocked up at 17 and the kid died when they ask us ask us when we're having kids. She's not a mother, so unless she tells me she's pregnant, she won't be celebrating Mother's Day. Because that's when you really, when you actually start your life. In the hospital, you visit that baby and other people take care of it. At home, it's the real deal. I sent her a link after I got an insane amount of messages about it. So we'll see if she dumps my butt or she comes to her senses and realizes she shouldn't want a bunch of bottom feeder Redditors to be on her side. And then... And then uh, I remember I was going through the comments of this post and somebody's like... um, uh, if he wanted, if he didn't want some, uh, yeah, if he thinks they're bottom feeder Redditors, why, then why does he ask for their judgment? Okay, I have a lot more to talk about, and I don't really have, like, we're already an hour into this episode. Oh, this one's actually pretty interesting, it's pretty short, so I'll also tell this one. Give me a second. Am I the butthole for getting someone fired when they made a mistake? I was at a grocery store shopping for supplies some weeks ago, five to six weeks ago. My cart included some alcohol, so I gave my driver's license as age-proof. Now for context, I speak with an accent from my home country. English isn't even my first language, actually. The cashier and I small-talked before the carding about the accent, and I mentioned I'm from another country. 
So when I handed my ID to her, she was surprised that it got that it's got a U.S. date on it, and she said it was a fake. I said, no, it's not, and she claimed that since I'm from another country, why would I have a U.S. driver's license? I thought she was just slightly confused, so I said, I'm not a citizen, but I've lived in the U.S. long enough, and that's why I have the license. I also mentioned that my driver's license has a different state on it uh, than where the interaction happened because I lived there a few years. And she's still suspicious and said it's not a real license, and she can't sell me the alcohol or anything else in the cart. I said that I could just buy my basics and leave the alcohol and needs to confiscate the license. I was annoyed at this point and said, listen, it's not a fake. If you want, I can show you a picture of my passport to check my name and date of birth and know this isn't a fake ID. Then will you give me back my ID, let me buy my stuff, and let me get the hell out of a public store during the pandemic? At this point, she loses her temper and says, wow, you're really full of stories and excuses, huh? This is my first day on the job. I know a fake when I see one. You aren't getting this back. And she grabbed a pair of scissors and cut the card up. At this point, I'm furious. My card wasn't a fake and I was happy to prove it, but now I'm stuck without a convenient ID document. Need to go to the place, if it's even open, and sit in a crowd during a pandemic to get a new one. And I need to start carrying my passport with me everywhere until it's issued so I have an ID on me. So I demanded so I demanded the manager, created a big deal out of her behavior. I didn't yell, but I was absolutely furious and made it clear uh, how much of a problem in terms of time, safety, and money she has created for me and stormed off and received a gift card for my trouble. I didn't see her the next few times I went in, but saw someone new. Some polite questioning revealed she was fired even though it was her first offense because... Uh, the, I'm assuming the manager, wasn't pleased that instead of escalating to the manager, the cashier cut up some customer's ID willy-nilly. The new guy didn't know that I was a customer. And now I'm torn. She was just trying to do her job, and I didn't expect her to be fired. And during a pandemic well, where everyone is struggling, no less. Of course, I feel like I was justified in making a big stink, but I'm sure an entitled person feels the same when they make a big stink in the store, not honoring it in expired coupon so tell me folks am i the butthole i agree with most oh um i was gonna say yeah um definitely not the butthole because like imagine saying here i will provide you with proof that this is my legitimate id and you're like no i just feel like playing with some scissors you know I like what this person has to say. She was being anti-immigrant. She cut up the ID, which is probably illegal. It is. You're not supposed to cut up even the fake ones in case they're just stolen cards. Okay. Xenophobia is a better term for your information. Similar, but it's more precise to the way to describe these people. Yeah, there's really not much to say about this. Like, this is pretty clear-cut. Like, like explain to me how how he is the uh, you know. Okay, I'm trying to find more things. Cause I remember like saving a bunch of stuff to talk about, but like. Okay, I guess. So I have a couple more stuff to talk about. Okay. First of all, in light of the 
well, in light of the many things that are happening around the world right now, uh, yeah, this episode's gonna have, like, a billion trigger warnings, just so you know. Gotta add this to a highlight so I can read what I said. Okay. Gotta highlight. So I made a post, um, a while ago on my story in light of, uh, as we all know, there's a lot of, uh, anti-Asian Asian crimes occurring around the world. <laughs> so I just wanted to talk about that. Okay. I have a few things to say. I wrote this down. Asians are people too. The current pandemic doesn't mean that you can just decide to be a terrible person. Number two, Asians are not to blame for the virus. You don't see people calling the new variant of the virus the British virus because that would just be dumb. Just like calling COVID-19 the Asian virus is dumb. Three, this isn't an isolated incident of hate and racism and whatever else people want to call this. Although the recent events brought uh, light on this terrible thing that happens often, it's not like this dude killed eight people and that's it. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The uh, shooter. Uh, it's not like this dude killed eight people. Apparently, they were all women as well, which I didn't know. It's a lot deeper than this. How much tension and hate was there behind the scenes that we don't see that led to that? Four, the hurtful stereotypes that Asian Americans are allowed to own uh, but are marketed by non-Asians at a huge markup, markup, especially, basically, I don't know what I was trying to say there, it says nom, uh, the fox eye makeup trans Asians profiting off a culture that Asians are normally shamed for, like, the fox eye Oh, I know what happened. My keyboard stopped working. Basically, what I was trying to say is, I know one of the biggest ones that I've, from what I've read online, is, like, the fox eye trend is trying to mimic, like, the shape of the eyes that um, is considered stereotypically Asian. Um, but, like, a lot of Asian people, East Asian people, were bullied for having eyes that look like that. Um, I have a lot of stuff I needed to explain on there, I think. Okay, so, in general, oh yeah, I was talking about this, okay, first of all, uh, and by the way, any South Asians thinking I'm Asian too, you are, but helping East Asian people who are facing difficulties in our society now doesn't take away from your Asianness. it makes us as a community stronger. I just wanted to say that, because, um, a lot of people might be thinking, oh, like, M's Asian too, you know, like, yeah, I am, but right now it's not me who's getting attacked, right now it's East Asian people. Um, so I just wanted to say, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, any xenophobia, any racism, not welcome here, also wanted to say, we were talking about this in my class before, about how, like, the justice system itself is flawed, and so basically, we were talking about, say, one of us... Say these two girls were planning on bombing a school. I'm not planning on bombing the authorities. Like, I know you guys just love accusing Muslims of terrorist attacks and bombings, but um, I can assure you that I am just like any other 17-year-old teenage girl. I'm only worrying about university right now. I, you know what, guys, like, I have had all weekend to work on this, but guess what? I didn't. Why? Because I've been so busy this week. So, trust me, I'm not interested in that. 
I'm mentally stable enough, I think, that I won't resort to that kind of stuff. So, you know, just need to clarify in case. Just in case. Say, for example, two girls are planning bombings. One happens to wear a hijab, the other doesn't. Oh, and this was in reference to... Basically, there was this then dude in Toronto who basically... He basically killed a bunch of people by running them over. I think it was like 16 people. I'm wrong. Um, back in 2018, I think. And so he just happened to have had been autistic. And so the defense attorney, as in uh, the person defending him, he was basically like pushing that, that like, oh, he's autistic. He can't feel anything. And so we were talking about that in class. And I was like, you know, like that kind of sets a precedent. As in, like, guess what's going to happen the next time? And, like, I know that he got a huge sentence, right? Oh, actually, the sentence hasn't been decided yet, I don't think. Basically, he still got convicted. Like, he's been charged uh, as guilty or whatever. I'm not very into... You guys can tell I'm not very aware of legal matters. But, um, guess what's going to happen the next time an autistic person goes to court? Oh, they're autistic. They don't feel anything. Um, you know? And the craziest part to me is that autism has nothing to do with your capacity to feel or anything. You know? So that was a big thing we were talking about. And then after that, another classmate of mine said, say, for example, two people were, um, you know, they bomb a school. One is wearing a hijab, the other's not. Guess who's going to get the lengthier sentence? Guess whose defense is going to have an easier time? You know? Like, the offense is going to be like, oh, you know, like, she's Muslim, you know? She's a hijabi. She's a terrorist. And that would be a narrative they push. If that... So, if the... The thing is, the person who was driving the van just happened to be a white guy. Um... Which I'm sure was convenient for him in many other aspects. Like, imagine what would have happened if it was a black guy. Imagine what would have happened if it was a black girl. You know? Another thing that I wanted to bring up. I have so many. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, glossing over this stuff. I feel like I'm not talking about it enough. But um, I just came across this vaccine. I mean, this article. So I'm sure we all remember the um, what happened, basically, at the beginning. Like, of quarantine in 2020 um george floyd the cop that killed him whose name i can never say right so derek chauvin's whenever i see his name i think of chauvinist which i know i'm saying wrong okay i'm gonna read the article and i'm gonna put a link to the article um here so the title is George Floyd trial, opening statements expected next week. And this was posted 22nd, which is today, um, this morning, actually. Jury selected, selection entered its third week Monday for a former Minneapolis police officer charged in George Floyd's death. Well, at least two more jurors needed ahead of opening statements last week. So right now they're building the jury. 13 jurors have been seated for Derek Chauvin's trial on murder and manslaughter charges. The judge has said two more will be seated ahead of opening statements expected on March 29th. March 29th is... I'll tell you the day. Because those numbers... Next Monday. 
Those numbers make no sense to me. March, Monday, March 29th. Only 12 will deliberate. The others will be altern alternates needed only if some jurors are unable to serve for any reason. Floyd, who was black, was declared dead May 25th after Chauvin, who was white, pressed his knee on his neck for about nine minutes while he was handcuffed, concluding that he couldn't breathe. Floyd's death, captured on a widely seen events bystander video, set off weeks of sometimes violent pro- I swear I read this paragraph ten times. Uh, set off weeks of sometimes violent protests across the country and led to a na national reckoning on racial justice. On Friday, Hennepin County Judge, I'm not saying any of those words right, Judge Peter Cahill declined a defense request to delay or move Chauvin's trial over concerns that a $27 million, million settlement for Floyd's family had tainted the jury pool. Okay, I'm honestly, I saw an article on this and I tried to read it, but I didn't understand what that meant. So, um, you know, guys, like, if you know what it means, you know what would be even better? If you guys could collect your thoughts, which I clearly don't know how to do, if you go on anchor.fm and you search my podcast and Almost Typical Brown Girl, you should see a button that says send a voice message. Now, why that would be very helpful, you could explain it really well, and I'm sure you guys can. You guys could explain it into your little, you know, whatever you're listening on, your phone, your computer, whatever. Send me that message. And guess what? I can just stick it right into the episode. You know, I'll give you guys credit too. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to say it's mine, obviously. Um, it would be very helpful for me. And I'm sure, like, if there are any other listeners who are wondering what the hell is this crazy girl saying, like, <laughs> it will be helpful for all of us. So if you can, if you know what it means, again, anchor.fm. Anchor as in, like, an anchor you throw from a ship. A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Search my podcast, An Almost Typical Brown Girl. And then you should, should say something like, voice message, send a voice message. And then say, hey, yo, M, here's what they meant by that $27 million settlement. And um, that would be very helpful for me as well. Um, basically... Basically, uh, I remember, like, there were some people saying that George Floyd was also, he had another brush with the law, essentially. Um, yeah, there was an earlier arrest because of drugs that were found in his car or something like that. There was a search. Um, so that's what's crackalacking with the George Floyd trial as of right now. I'm missing something. What am I forgetting to mention? Oh! Today, yesterday, so Sunday the 21st, was World Down Syndrome Day, so, you know, there's that. Let's bring awareness to that. Um, I'm definitely forgetting something, like, 100%. And I don't even know what it is. I said I was going to comment on one more thing. I'm pretty sure that's everything. So, if you guys, like always, if you have anything you want to say to me, any requests, anything you want me to bring light to. Oh my god, I remember the hashtag not all men. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I have time. It's bedtime. It's past bedtime, but I will still talk about this. This is important. Um, so if you are anything like me, as in obsessed with social media, uh, specifically Instagram, and or obsessed with Jamila Jamila, you will know that one of the guys, Jamila Jamila is the greatest. Okay, follow her up. I really, she's, I really admire her. She's so amazing. So here we go. Um, so basically... Um, a hashtag has been going around, hashtag not all men, and it is basically to bring light on, um, 
sexual assault and how not it's not that it doesn't happen to men it's not that it's every man who does it but it does happen and guess what it's overwhelmingly overwhelmingly men who has done it so i'm trying to find a post of i wish i'd save one about it so okay i'm gonna say something well trigger warning warning for sexual assault by the way personally and i'm sure this has been engraved in many of the other women who might be listening as well Okay, well, first of all, ever since I was younger, it was always, like, um, if you, that's not my actual name, but, like, my mom would say to me, like, yo, if you wanna, I'd be like, mommy, can I go to the park? She'd be like, take your brother with you. My brother, who's younger than me, by the way, and I was, I was at one point stronger than him, so I will, just putting that out there, take your brother with you. If I want to go on a walk, it's like, take your sister as well, take your brother. Only stay, we live in a circle. Only stay within the circle. You know? On my... In grade 8, I got a ride home from just some other person. And once I came home, and I noticed this strange man pacing outside our house, and I went inside, and the first thing I did was told my parents, because I was scared. Um course i was only 13 at the time i was just like wow there's there's a creepy old man outside i didn't really understand the magnitude of what i was saying and how it would sound to my parents but i i told them and then they checked the we have security cameras and they checked and they're like he's just waiting for his granddaughter on the school bus like why are you like this oh it's 11 11 make a wish i don't believe in superstitions i don't know i have a friend who always did that had a friend who always did that i still i have another friend who always does that Hmm. um this year, as uh, it was like back in 2020, back in the day, but this school year, I was walking home because my bus stop was a little far from my home. So I was walking home and uh, there was a strange dude who was just following me. And I, you best believe, I near the end, I was just sprinting home. Whenever I see, I back before quarantine, back in grade eight, I mean, grade 11. I would actually, if I had time after school, I would stop for like 10-15 minutes and swing at the park. And then once uh, I was swinging, and I, I've had a time where I said I wouldn't run late. I was singing and I saw this dude, and so I, I just left. And it wasn't like it was only me in the park, there were more people, but I just left. Um, my point is, this is something that, and I mean, I've been somebody who has been sheltered for like all my life. Um which you guys, I'm sure, have already been able to tell throughout, like, um, my, my inability to grasp, like, trials and etc. You know? So, um, what, where was I going with this? Yeah, so I haven't really, like, I mean, I have been scared a couple of those times, like, that time I was, like, I just mentioned this year like, back this school year, I was scared, I, but, like, I've been pretty sheltered, my point is, so I have not, I definitely haven't faced 
the same, like, terror that other women may feel. But, like, I know it's there. Like, you know, you know, make sure you, you don't go home alone. Make sure there's always someone with you. Uh, I once, I'm pretty, whenever I'd go out with friends, I would be, like, stay in the group. Uh, she would always make sure she was there as well. Her parent was there. You know, here's my cell phone. Call if anything happens. Like, she would give me her cell phone. Um, back before I had my own, uh, she'd be like, I mean, I'm very blessed to have a great family who looks out for me. Um, my point is that this is, so people who are saying, like, not all men are really taking away from the fact that there's still some men who do this kind of stuff right? And there's enough men that, like, my parents have felt the need to protect me, and I feel afraid, and, and other women feel afraid, and other women feel the need to take these extra precautions to make sure that that man doesn't do it to them. Oh, shoot, I forgot to do something. Um... So when people are saying, like, not all men, they're really taking away from the women who have gone through that, these kind of experiences. Um, you know? And the men who aren't doing it don't make it, like, they... And it's not only that. Even if you haven't directly done something, if you if somebody has said or... like, made a, an insensitive or inappropriate joke and you just laugh along as a man, I'm saying. Or, you know, your friends are talking about this kind of stuff. Like, you're still part of the problem. And I think another big thing, I, I'll wrap up quickly now. Another big thing is people are like, don't do this to women. Like, that, that could be somebody's sister, that could be somebody's wife, that could be somebody's mother, that could be somebody's daughter. It doesn't matter who they are in relation to a man. They're still somebody. Um, like, yeah, I am somebody's sister. Yeah, I am somebody's daughter. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I am all those things. But I'm still my own person, you know? Anyways, that was a kind of depressing note to end on. I don't really know how else to end. I hope you guys have a great week, though. A great day, a great week. Have fun. Bake some cupcakes. Send me pictures. And if you guys knew what that settlement thing meant, or if somebody could, like, I don't know, figure it out and tell me, please voice messages. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye.